What's up, you rebel-minded freaks? This is where we question everything and provoke the normality of the world, all in an effort to face ourselves and become better humans. That's what it takes to be rebel-minded. You in? Let's do this. Hello, hello. This is Zach Henson. I am the host of the Rebel Mind Podcast, and I welcome you back to discuss and go over the second part of the balance study, the men's part, phase two, part two, um, chapter two, two chapters, but I think it's had its purpose, and it's been a, it's been interesting bringing everything together. You know, I hope the information kind of gives out a good um, verdict, I guess. But something, you know, going on this last week, it feels like there's a verge. We're like, we're on the verge of a change. At least for me, it feels like I'm on the verge of a change. And I kind of wonder if people can feel that same vibe together you know if we're like somewhat connected in the way that we you know in the way, in the way that our intuition is i i don't know i don't know if it's just more me or if it's if it's the world together um i think it does take a a level of awareness to understand that and to and to feel that i think we can get so numbed out <clears throat> that we don't understand w- what is going on in the world you know what what's going on with community and our society and our souls ourselves and and what the world what the earth is actually doing and it just feels like something's close you know it feels like something is about to phase out and we're going to come into something new and i don't know if that's good or bad or i don't know it just it's like this sense um, and maybe it has some sort of attachment to what I feel for myself. Maybe I'm projecting what I feel for myself out onto the world. And I think that I just, I want to acknowledge that so that I can also acknowledge you guys if you have something similar going on in your life, no matter what the size of it. If your body and your mind are telling you something, if your soul's telling you something that is about to change, you know, whether it's something personal, whether it's something just within your environment. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. It seems like the more open-minded I get, the more I accept spirituality, the more I dive into what's possible, the more I have faith in, in what I feel, in what my body is feeling. And if you have these types of things, don't ignore them. Don't suppress them. Don't bottle them up. Listen to them. Ask them, you know, ask your body and mind what it, what it is about. Because it never comes as a straight answer, you know. And it can be about whatever level makes sense to you, you know, in any dimension, you know, in, in the form of, love and acceptance and progress and irresistibility, uh, uncomfortable change, um, wisdom, 
whatever it may be, I think it's super important that we listen, that we really allow ourselves to listen and to feel. So if you're like me in the moment, you have no idea what's going on, but you feel something, accept it. Because you never know how the life will change when you decide to embrace more than you reject. But I don't want to get too carried away here. I know some of you guys are probably a little excited about the second part of this balance study. I know I am because it was the men's side and there was just so much that clicked with me because of it. So without further ado, this little hamster is not going to stop you any longer. This is episode 36, The Balance Study, part two. Welcome back to The Balance Study, guys. Today, we're going to dive in real nice and deep-like into the depths of the male-interviewed part of this balance study. Now, just as a disclosure point, all of the men and women for the study were volunteers. I had no specific demographic set, so the interviewees came from a lot of different spaces, ages, and stories, and it turned out beautifully, to be honest. And the ages range from mid-20s all the way to 50s. The biggest similarity is that most of these people have done some sort of internal work, whether that be for their careers or just for their own personal benefit. You know, getting out of traumas, getting through struggles, you know, going through divorces, whatever. And it's amazing what repeated pain will do for us when we no longer want to struggle that same way anymore. We, we find a way to crawl out. Now, if you feel this as a man, if you find that this connects with you, I challenge you to take it as a sign for your ability to grow. The true version of us guys is balanced. And for what I see right now, we are very out of balance. This is your time to answer the calling. And whatever it takes, I recommend you dive into healing your internal struggles and finding out what women are actually asking from us. It's going to be uncomfortable and really exhausting to understand at first, but the benefits will be many, I promise you that. You'll be less frustrated, less stressed, more confident, and more powerful. You'll be able to love your partner stronger as well as yourself. You will find yourself finding passion in life and releasing so much pressure you've felt built up as a man after so many years. I highly recommend finding a coach or a mentor to help you navigate this space. And male balance and self-development is exactly where I am at my best because I made this priority for myself and it's changed my life. And if you want to hear my story, and if you want to start changing your own life, you can find the links to start coaching with me at my website, chaoscreed.com, or find all of my links in the description of this podcast episode. I'm here for you. Now they're past the niceties, let's do this. Now stepping into the men's realm of this process is what really made me feel for the sex that I claim as my own. I had been so focused on what we were doing wrong, I had rejected my own sex, and I had lost my compassion for men almost completely. Honestly, I had separated myself from men in the whole because there are so many men causing pain that I had put myself above them. 
but it made me realize that all the bad things that we hear happening is unfairly labeling men as a whole. Not all men are bad, because if they were, I'd have to include myself in that. Not even most men are bad. If anything, majority of us are trying our asses off to be better, but our quote-unquote failures are only adding to the stigma against us. And this is where I've seen that one of our biggest issues is that men don't have the space to become better. Not just men, but all of us have a past where things went wrong. Wrong enough that it's completely affected the way we behave and the way that we act. And the disadvantage against us is that men express pain in their actions. And actions get seen. And those actions tend to be hurting others. It's crazy unfortunate. And it only hurts our image. But what about when men act good? It's noticed probably but it's being swallowed up by the drama of our evil. Just like, just like in Star Wars, the dark side tends to be far stronger, and the only way for the light to overcome the dark is to weaken the darkness, not overpower it. No, you're a fucking nerd. Don't judge me for bringing up Star Wars. Anyway, <laughs> to the men. Let's jump right into this. I asked the men the same questions, but... I tweaked number three and looked for answers to question number five. So if you listen to the last episode, you'll understand what I'm talking about. So question number one, what are men not doing? What I found is the answer to this question and following were not something I was expecting. I was truly expecting some sort of similarity between the male and female responses. And even though there was some of that, I found a lot more. That just shows the proof of our differences. What men pick up on and how they see the world is absolutely amazing. Even as a male, I was a little shocked and impressed by how everyday men are navigating experience and failure and challenge and how we communicate with women. Men are doing the work, but to really make a difference, we need more men on board. Men are seeing some of the foundation that we are missing. Men are seeing that we are not being vulnerable. They, we as I should say, are seeing that we aren't communicating well. But what stood out is that men are seeing that it's not just what we're not communicating, but what we're not expressing. We may not be asking women for their needs and wants, but we're also not helping women by expressing our own. We also have needs and wants, and our caring partners cannot help us support us and embrace us as we are if we are not vocalizing them. And we have to stop being so tough as to think we have to hold them sacredly to ourselves. The next big emphasis is that men are not listening. It's a shocker, right? Every time I think I'm listening, my partner makes sure to remind me that I'm not. It's that presence. Something huge is that men are noticing some logic that would really truly help us. We have to see and give compassion to our biological and psychological differences. We can't expect women to behave, act, and think like we do. It's uncompassionate and it lacks acceptance. And men are judging our differences from women. Come on, guys. Now, what's crazier is that men are seeing that we are completely being avoidant of ourselves. We're not practicing empathy and respect for ourselves. We're not exploring ourselves. And here's a big one. We're not exercising greater relationships with other men. 
We are in fear of other men. We are placing all men as a challenge rather than equals and supporters. So we're left completely alone. No wonder we can't connect with women. We are disconnected from ourselves and disconnected from all of the same sex. The most real foundation we could have to create better communication, and we are avoiding it completely. When we feel unsafe around other men, it changes every possible way we behave in society as well. We are walking around with a shield and no one can truly connect with us. And with all of this disconnection, we have a hold to fill. So we are expectant of our partners to fill us with love that is a space that can truly only be filled by ourselves. We are exhausting the very women we are trying to be a part of. What came up is that men are completely unaware of what women are bringing to the table for us. One guy even said that the chivalry we act out is supposed to be there. It's a small necessary appreciation that we are supposed to perform to show that we see what women do for us. We are not recognizing their power. We are not giving their space out on the table. And we are not supporting women in being their best. Lack of awareness and respect for women. Lack of communication not only in what women need support in, but also in expressing ourselves. We are in fear of what we do not know and are judging women on their differences from us and expectant of them to fill a space that is meant for our own work. Question number two, what can women see in men? Suffering, suppression. It seems like men are completely suppressing their authentic selves. Societal acceptance has been dialed down to not just the simplicity of what we show, but the majority of what we hide. Society has forced us to feel an amplification of shame that compares in no other emotion. Because of this shame, we fake our existence. We cover it up with what is socially accepted. We have been convinced of what men are supposed to look like and what women are really looking for. The shame has taken away our ability to be vulnerable because it's seen as unhealthy and weak. Our ability to feel normal and worthy of the human experience has been taken and replaced with expectations in only success and money and power. We are being convinced to be one thing, a statue of a God that displays the perfection of man. In this suppression, we've lost touch with what makes us human. We are numb. And in that numbing, we cannot connect or give time and space for others outside of our endeavors. We have been built into machines with crushed hearts still trying to beat. More machine now than we are human. But the inevitable end is that we will crush ourselves. We will never be without heart if we don't find balance. The biggest thing here for question two was expression. And it has been an injustice to our authentic selves. Society has warped us and given us a fake trophy to chase. It has used our logic and our goal orientation against us. We are in shame of our own story, and we are afraid to show anything that we impulsively feel. We are uncomfortable with the feminine, so we avoid it. And what it seems we need most is normalization of these things. We need to know that those emotions are okay, and men are starting to realize this. We need to push ourselves to share our story, because when our story is shared, shame can no longer keep a hold of us. Question three. What are women needing most from men? Men are seeing that they are deflecting, 
and being avoidant. And it seems that we know pain is there. And our habit to avoid it has been turned on autopilot. It's stopping us from seeing women as capable of fixing their own problems. And it's causing us to not be able to show up consistently. We have picked up on what women needing most is not just being present and consistent, but to face our numbness. From a male point of view, men see that it's not just how we show up for women, but what we have to leave in order to show up correctly. We have to own our own shit. We have to stop seeing women as sex objects and key holders. We have to stop avoiding what we know is needed and replacing it with distractions and addictions. We have to stop playing the I didn't know card and the you're complicated and dramatic. We are leaving women as a mystery we don't want to play, all while they want us to be driven and curious for us to come discover them. And fear and ignorance is stopping us. I think it has to be the level of awareness we are in. We move from completely oblivious, it seems, to highly aware and mindful. But fuck, the road is rough. Men are really so fucking strong in overcoming this. I can see why it has been so difficult for men to face it. Us men seem to be far more aware than realized. But then why does it not show? It seems that it is because of the previously discussed suppression. One thing is compounding and affecting another. And if we don't call ourselves out on our own bullshit, then she will. And she will take only so much of it. And that will lead to the end of love. There is a high need for engagement, to be present and to be intentional. A lot of our communication isn't taking into consideration the language and needs of women. And needs is a big one. In the simplicity, we have constantly lost sight of the safety and connection women are looking for. We have thought simply of ourselves, which I think also leads to thinking simply of our counterparts. Our lack of emotional literacy may be causing high bouts of disconnection because of what we do not understand. Also frustration leading to blowouts of anger and aggression. Question number four. What do men look like stepping up? I was so proud and in line with the men on this one. We all seem to have an amazing image of what we could be. When we decide to face the challenge, we become such stronger men on the other side. And this is what the men had to say. We are amazingly inclusive. We are accepting of people as they are. We invite others to call us out on our issues and take assistance in overcoming them. We openly discuss. We prioritize our partners. And we have the courage to ask for help when we see our own problems. The best part of this was seeing these men wanting to include so much more. They said that we need each other. We are at our best when we're including other men, when we are supporting other men, teaching younger generations, and present in our communities and truly being of service to others. The young, the old, the weak, and the misunderstood. We are compassionate, humble, empathetic. We're powerful listeners and vulnerable as fuck. We put in real effort across the board, just as much with ourselves as we do with other humans, and we do it with the little things as much as the massive ones. We have integrity. We bend rather than stay rigid. We speak our mind truthfully and not out of suppression or intimidation. We are less combative, and we show up without judgment or fear of judgment. And in all of this, we take it on as our responsibility to the world, to make it better for all of us, to protect this space and make it safe for everyone, 
We no longer sacrifice who we are because we know that we need our best selves to protect and give aid to the ones who need our love and our power. Biggest things I caught here were consistency, honesty, prioritizing partners and their needs, speaking our truth, asking for aid, and being humble enough to admit we are in constant need of work. Question number five, and this is the answer to what are women not understanding about men? At this point, as we wrap up, it would almost seem obvious what the answers would be, but let's follow through. The awareness here is exactly what we need to bring to the majority, to show that it is fair to feel this way, and that it is possible to move past it and become greater men. So to remind everyone here, the questions that women had of men were this. Why are men not allowing equality between us in conversation? Why is there so much abrasion in our communication? Why is there a power struggle in communication? And why is there so little depth in our communication? Men responded with this. They're insecure. They're in a constant fear of losing face, losing status, and losing their ability to control. For them, that means not living up to the basic socialized standard of being a man. In a way, we fear that our vulnerability is a way that women will steal control from us. We fear a conflict. We fear that we will be seen as stupid or incapable thus not being good enough for our women or the world of men. We are noticing that there has been a lack of learning complexity, so we fear it. We deflect. To compensate, our ego steps in, and we use aggressive and intimidating tactics to silence those who would inquire and ask us to step into vulnerability or any unknown space. Our learned patterns and habits have given us the ability to adapt into deflection. We attach to the black and white to clear up what we are in fear of discussing. We label things as right and wrong to keep things in perspective for us and away from what we do not understand. When we create and invest in our relationships, we use our best qualities to attract in hopes that we can forever hide our darkness. We don't want to ever have to admit our fear or inadequacy in our partnerships. We attach to what works and deflect from what brings instability. And in a significant way, men are seeing that the system has set them up for failure. And I think this is highly important that the community takes notice of. We can't teach ourselves what we don't know. So it takes a lot of work to offset bad teachings and create a new. Men are seeing that there is a flaw in what has been built. In the superiority complex, the patriarchal system, and what religion has emphasized in some cases. The construction of the male perspective of his place and what it means to be man and masculine has been skewed by the very people that speak to us and teach us, and probably all because in a way to corrupt us into being what they want us to be. So in clarity, the wound is deep, and our greatest healing starts with the understanding of how things came to be, and giving the grace and space to grow. So much has to be done here, and it will take mounds of work and time to turn the majority in our favor. And if you've shown up here today, then you, you are the support and antidote to this problem. Both men and women can help us become better, but the most cataclysmic effect will come from men diving into themselves and supporting and challenging one another to become better. Men helping men. 
The balanced man lies somewhere in the future as a whole, but it starts today. The men of today are already changing, and as we do, we act. As we act, we change the image, we get rid of the stigma, and we bring strong faith back into the capability and power of men. As equals, as lovers, protectors, providers, as listeners and compassion givers, as leaders and as a new version of man. And it's just on the horizon. We will not only strengthen ourselves, but all of the women around us. We will rise as complements to each other and build our strengths together, battle our weaknesses, and be the hands that mold this world anew. This is to all the men out there who are willing to take on the challenge and all of the women in support of them. This is what it means to be rebel-minded. I love you all. This is the Creed Soldier. Out. Thank you all for showing up and taking part in listening. I hope we all can take something from this, and at the very least as an insight into what's possible, and at the most, the real fucking catalyst that will give us the world that we want. This study was a struggle for me, not only in time, but in vulnerability. To all of the men and women who participated in this study, I thank you. I feel like I owe you. Thank you for showing up authentically and speaking from your hearts. Thank you for speaking with power and with curiosity. Thank you for showing up vulnerably and truly speaking from a position of growth and support. You are accepting of me and my work and I appreciate and love all of you. You made this happen. I love you. All right, guys. If you're here, then you have some sort of connection or curiosity of what goes on. So from the bottom of my little hamster heart, thank you. Even through a mic, that's what we call connection. And my life always gets better and more clear with all the souls that I get to connect with. If you like what you're hearing, or you want to share your story with me and the podcast, which I would absolutely love, write in. Send me an email or send me a text. You can contact me through IG as Creed Soldier or email me at Zachary at ChaosCreed.com. That's Z-A-C-K-A-R-Y at K-H-A-O-S-K-R-E-E-D.com. And of course... If you're up to the challenge and curious about really speeding up your self-development and your potential and getting committed to bettering yourself, send me a notification with Getting Rebel-Minded in the title. Even if all you need is that confidential space to talk, I'm here to give that to you. Share, like, and follow the podcast if it means something to you. Then you'll know when every new episode and interview has been published. I've always got more good things coming.